Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the Summer Series of The Chaser Report. This is our very first podcast in our series, Charles Firth. That means we don't have to do any new episodes all January long. What do you mean? We're in the studio recording in January. We are. Yeah, yeah. this is what, the 3rd of January. This is the first yeah. episode. God, oh, my, off. my hangover from the new year. It's really bad. <laughs> Happy 2022, Charles. And for today, we're going back to, I guess, the first grouping that ever existed within The Chaser. You and I started doing comedy with Chaz mm. back in high school. And we're not going to oh, quote any of that because yeah. it's incredibly embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> and he's going to talk about a whole bunch of things over the course of this month. But today... Where better to start than brushes with the law? He's got a lot of stories. He's got a lot of clips, and we'll get into that in just a second. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The Chaser Report. Less news. More often, jazz. It is a pleasure to be here with you guys on this particular day of the month that we are recording <laughs> live in January. Yeah, that's right. And w- what better thing to do during what would otherwise be a month off than talk about television clips from many years ago? This is definitely my favourite topic to talk about, me. So thank you very much for providing me with this opportunity. Yeah, like I guess when it comes to brushes with the law, people think that the Chaser were constantly breaking laws and just being these absolute buccaneers of lawlessness. But actually, there weren't that many given how close we skirted the law on many occasions. Well, we had to run everything past lawyers yeah. before we went out. Now, admittedly, we didn't tell them exactly what we were going to do, but we had to write something approximating a script mm. describing what we might do. Well, things change in the head of the moment, don't they? They certainly do, mm. especially when you intend them to. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah. I really don't think you should be admitting any of this. <laughs> a, I'm pretty sure the ABC lawyers don't listen to this podcast, otherwise it would have been shut down by now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, there, there have been some stashes with the law, some brushes with the law. I, the, the first one, actually, if we're going to go chronologically to begin with, mm. the first one actually involved you, Dom, not me. I mean, I was involved. I got to, I got to watch. Uh, crouching naked behind a bush while you got arrested. Mm, I did. <laughs> Which was, was that the first arrest? That was the, the first arrest. That was the first brush with the law. That, 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 was, that was CNN. We, yeah, should that set, was a, we should set it up. Yeah, 2002, is, 2002, 2002. Yeah. Yes. And so there was what? The, there was a, the, a, a rugby union streaker from Vodafone. Well, not from Vodafone. He, mm. he, he had Vodafone. Yeah, there was a pair of guys and they had wanted to streak a rugby game. Yeah. And they said to Vodafone, who was sponsoring the rugby at the time, we will paint a Vodafone logo on our buttocks. And Vodafone's corporate people were like, oh, that's awesome. Let's totally do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it blew up, didn't it, Chaz? It certainly did. Uh, basically, they got arrested and we decided it got worse for them because then we wanted to get involved. Uh, and the way we wanted to get involved was, first of all, is this is a multi-step operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, that we were going to have, I believe it was... It was Jules and Andrew. Jules and Andrew were going to be. What were they? Were they just going to be streaking? They were streaking. They were just streakers. No. So they were streakers. streaking the courtroom. The courtroom on the, the, the trial. I want to see the trial date. So Bur- yes. it was Burwood local court. Yeah. And what happened was Jules and Andrew 
went into a toilet cubicle in Burwood Plaza mm. and had to write the words not guilty on each other's, on on each other's buttocks because yeah. you can't write it on your own ass no. and draw the Vodafone logo. Yes. Yeah, so okay. imagine if the cops had come into the cubicle oh, when that was going on. Why didn't the ABC ha- hire a makeup person to do that? <laughs> <laughs> to be the, shoddy. The, the lawyers said you're not allowed to let anyone <laughs> see your ass except for yeah. each other. You deserve it. And I mean, I think Hanson should have got danger pay, frankly. <laughs> but so, so that was step one. Yeah. Right? And then step two was supposed to be me. Uh, posing when the actual defendants turned up mm. uh, on the court steps, I was going to j- turn up as their barrister, naked but with a like horsehead horsehead yeah, wig, barrister's wig, yeah, yeah, barrister's wig, and basically just grab him by the hand and walk up the steps, saying, "My client has no comment to make, no comment, no comment," as if I'm a barrister uh, into the cameras being naked. So that was that was the hilarious two-step cavalcade that mm. that stunt was. Unfortunately, we didn't get to step two because step one got arrested <laughs> when they when they they, 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 they uh, hang on because they got into the courthouse though, didn't they? It was yeah, deeply stupid because what, what because what? tell okay, us Tom. so tell us Tom. so Denton um Andrew Denton, a great comedy mentor, his thing was you always have to have an advance. So you can't just do a stunt and get the fuck out of there. You've got to have a development. It's got to, it's got to have a narrative and a second step. Mm. So we did the stunt. It went perfectly well. Uh, Jules and Andrew streaked into the front of the courtroom and went blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff and whatever, into the foyer, out of the foyer, within about 10 seconds, and got away scot-free. And we got the footage and it was all fine. But the problem was that we waited. We waited for you. And that meant that Jules got changed back into civvies, Andrew got changed back into civvies, and the cameras, who were me and a guy called Brad Howard, we waited for the second step. So we were hanging around, what, 45 minutes later, when the police came mm. to investigate the street And, and did they have an identikit of their asses? <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd be able to identify Jules's, I reckon. Um, the, uh, and the, and the, key, the key detail you're missing there, Dom, is where they waited, which was in the street of the court. Yes, yes. opposite the courtroom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Weren't you reviewing the footage? Wasn't it as foolish as that? You're actually we were sitting in a car. We were sitting mm. in a car. Like, we weren't on yeah. the street. We were mm. sitting in a car opposite the courtroom reviewing the footage on the cameras at the time. Laughing. And the <laughs> thing that I have to confess before one of you guys brings it up yes. is that I had completely fucked up yeah. and I'd been a bit nervous. So the cameras in the like they just have an on off button. Mm. And so I had turned it on before the stunt began and then turned it off when the stunt <laughs> did begin and then turned it on again afterwards. Now I shot a lot of stunts in those yeah. days and I generally was pretty good at getting a shot, but that day I completely fucked it up. So the, the shot, my tape just had two slightly different angles of nothing happening. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, to be fair, we've all done that at some point in time. Mm. But to be accurate, we've never done it in those circumstances. Yeah, yeah that was a massive <laughs> fuck up. And yeah. fortunately, yeah, Brad also, got the shot. But here's but also, the thing. No, everyone's forgetting. Uh, everyone's Dom for- destroyed the evidence. Everyone's forgetting <laughs> Andrew. Remember Andrew? No, yeah, we've got to yeah. mention Andrew. We so, have to remember. So yeah. the three of us, so Jules and Brad and I are sitting in the car looking at yeah. the footage. Andrew was not in the car. Yeah. And so as soon as he saw the but, police. But he, he, he was naked. No, I no, was he wasn't naked. still naked. Chaz was naked no, under a bush. I was so by naked. this time, they, it was so much longer that they'd been able to clean off the paint Are you and come sure? back. With Andrew was in clothes. Yes. Andrew oh, was in clothes. There's clothes. a photo yeah. of Jules and yeah. me oh, on the street okay. getting arrested yeah. in clothes. Yeah. And so Andrew just walked away. Andrew just walked away yeah. rapidly and yeah. managed to not get arrested. Yeah. Well but, done, Hanson. Meanwhile, I was still crouching behind a bush, ready for my moment. Naked. Completely naked, <laughs> with my clothes several bushes away on the other side of the courtroom. <sighs> right? And so, and the police were milling out, and there was no way I was going to get those clothes. 
Queensland. So I just sat there for about 45 minutes waiting for the coast to be clear. And then unlike those guys, I sprinted away to a to a phone booth to call collect because I had no no money with me. They had phone booths We had your clothes, that's right, in the yeah, car. Yeah, to, to call collect to wait for it. Someone who I knew lived only a block away, who was the girl I went on my first date with oh, the, the no. night before. No, I, f- I didn't know that who detail. Who turned out to be my wife. Oh, So wow. she can't say she didn't know what she was getting into. It's a, it's a <laughs> meet cute. Yeah. It's the story of a meet cute. Oh, I yes. had forgotten that detail. That is absolutely genius. Yeah, so that worked out quite well. But anyway, that, that, that was your brush of the law. Yeah, but just, just, to, <laughs> just to sort of tie it in and on, yeah. we got arrested and um, brought down to the Burwood local court mm. and um, interrogated. Mm. And the police did not believe for a moment that I didn't have footage. Yeah. They thought that I'd somehow deleted it. <laughs> and so I had this most awkward yeah. conversation. Um, anyway, as a result, every time I have to go to America, um, I have to go and like get a yeah. visa and tell them this, this exact story every time. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it's good that they, that they believed you, you were uh, hiding the footage because yeah. I'm about to go through the lessons. At the end of this episode, I'm going to go through the lessons I've learned about the law. And that is one of them. So we'll get there. Very but good. Let me tell you about my first brush for the law as opposed to your first brush of the law, which was because I wanted a piece of what you just had, which was extreme embarrassment of fucking up a shoot. Um, and so I, during the war and everything, I my first brush for the law was actually the first episode of the war and everything, which was the sniffer dog stunt. So just briefly, this at this point in time, this was the big day out. They had sniffer dogs all over the place and people were going that's a bit over the top for a for a musical festival involving 16 year olds and so all, basically what i did was i tested out these sniffer dogs by loading myself up with as much meat as possible like mm. there was meat down my pants meat in my shoes meat in my meat uh, under on top of my head underneath a beret meat in my shirt i was just covered with meat and i walked straight through the sniffer dogs to see what would happen and this is what happened bit of mint in the hair. So now I'm loaded up. But can you get all this meat past the sniffer dogs? Well, look, I haven't gotten past two steps. Oh, oh no. Those bloody sniffer dogs are all over me. I look hungry, Chaz. They, they look, look very hungry. So that was not an edit. It literally took one second <laughs> for the sniffer dogs to just run at me as soon as I got there. I'm looking at the your you pants are the open in popular person. Yeah. Yes. Your pants are open in the clip, and you've literally got ten link sausages. I in do, your hair. I do, and so and so I got arrested immediately. And I at that point in time, no one really told me what to do when you get arrested. So it was a little bit scary for me. I don't know if it was scary for you when you first got arrested, but oh shit, yeah. But basically, I was just applying the lessons I'd learnt from gritty pr- police procedurals from American TV, <laughs> essentially. And so I was just saying nothing to anyone unless I was answering direct questions with yeses and nos, and that's it. Because I thought, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna uh, deceive me. They're gonna, they're gonna set me up. The the pigs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of attitude. And they were just wanting to know how to get all the meat. Well, 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 <laughs> well, it turned out they had no idea what to do with me. Like yeah. they just sat there and just discussed amongst themselves if there were any potential charges. <laughs> right I'm, just, try, I'm right. just trying to think, like, legally, yeah. what could they possibly yeah. charge you well, with? And they, they came up with nothing. And so, and every time a police officer came into the tent, there was like a tent there, every time a new police officer came into the tent, they'd start, 
they walk in talking about what they'd heard about this guy mm. who had meat and like not realizing it was me. And, yeah. and the, the other police officers would go, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but they were loving the story. <laughs> anyway, and um, so, but in, in the end, they let me go without any problems. So that, that was, that was, not too bad for a first brush with the law. Now, mm. it's worth noting that um, if you ever find yourself getting arrested, there's actually no way to unarrest somebody. This is the, what we found. Mm. So we, the very earnest constable who arrested us in Burwood took us back to the police station and the, the grizzled old Sarge came in and had a big laugh at us. And um, But there was no way he could let us off. Like, she'd already um, basically arrested us. So that was it. We had to go to court, which was... Once you're charged. Inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so right. she, I wasn't charged. There was no way out of it for us. So, yeah. The next time I was charged, though, now, that one was the bulldog stunt. I learned oh, a lot yeah. from this one, let me tell you. Um, the, just a, a quick reminder, the Canterbury Bulldogs, a rugby league team, were up to all kinds of mischief. And their supporters were up to all kinds of mischief back in about 2007 eight. Mischief and criminality. Wasn't yeah, it? a little kind of illegal kind of mischief, yeah. kind of sexual violence kind of mischief, that yeah. kind of mischief. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we turned up. I turned up to out the front of a Canterbury Bulldogs game when they were playing, I think, St. George, uh, as a merchandise seller. And the and this kind of merchandise I was selling was Canterbury themed, like with blue and white colours, um, flick knives, rohypnol, um, balaclavas, uh, that kind of stuff, you know. Like, and to be honest, most of them were pretty good. Pretty, mm. Like, I'll give you... I'll play an example of the kind of by-play that went on. Like, it was actually in good spirit, we'll just play. Nothing plastic will do fine. We're not all like that. <laughs> no, I, I know not all bulldog supporters carry knives. That's why I'm out here selling them. <laughs> so we don't need any of that merchandise. Uh, no, you do, for self-defence. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you need it more than anyone. I'll well, get locked up if I get into some door. Ah, uh, no worries. Bulldog's balaclava. <laughs> you get a balaclava, you'll be the best looking person at the game. Yours for three bucks. Or I'll give you the bulldog's discount, you knife me and then take it for free. Yeah? Keep your face warm from the security cameras, yeah. Huh? Mate, I'm a huge dog supporter. Look at this. I'm the one who gave him the right hip knot. Say no to violence. Say no to violence. Mate, I'm not your parole officer. It's okay. Your interest in is where the police enter, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 so it was actually in good spirit. The, the Bulldog supporters, I mean, they've made plenty of Bulldogs jokes themselves. It was fine. It was a good stunt. But then... I, being me, was looking for an ending. So I thought the ending is to try and sell it to police officers. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah, because you're going up to them and saying, you're interested. Yeah, wow. yeah. And the police officers, they gave me the ending I was looking for. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but then they gave me a lot more, a, a very long ending that went for six months, which was a trial for offensive conduct. And I learned a lot about the police from there. I'll tell you the two things mm. I learned there, which is, this is actually the, the best part of the story, mm. right? The first thing is to film everything you do whenever you do a stunt. Film everything. Mm. And, the second and the second lesson is don't trust the competence of the police. Let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you the story now. We're in court, right? Mm. And they are running a line that I did things that I simply did not do. Right? They're saying that I, that I said things I didn't say. I did things I didn't do. The things that they suggested I said were much funnier. I wish I had done them. But unfortunately, I hadn't. And... We'd given them the footage mm. the day I got arrested. We gave them the footage, the raw footage. They had it. They never looked at it. And so they went up in court and under oath said a whole bunch of things that were contradicted by video evidence. We filmed everything. They lied 
and there was video contradicting oh, them. How embarrassing. That's the first thing. The second thing is they turned out that they had this, what they call a COPS database, COPS database, which is like like your, your rap sheet on everything they yeah, got. Yeah. But not, not crimes, just things that they've taken note about you, uh, why mm. you're a bit suspicious, right? Mm. My my In my da- da- database entry, it had a whole bunch of stuff I hadn't done, including things like things that Chris had done instead of me on TV that confused me and Chris on TV. Well, you did look very similar. And also including things that were sketches. They wrote they wrote down sketches that we had done on TV, on the war and everything as real life. Oh, no. And, and, and they were things that Chris had done in sketches, not me. They were just and a little bit thick. Yes, yes. And so, and don't, we, don't tell me they charged me the <laughs> I'm Thesaurus sketch. <laughs> <laughs> they should have charged us for that. And anyway, in the, in the end, the judge... They didn't even ask us to defend ourselves. Like that, they they ran their prosecution, and then we just said, "Your Honor, we present the video," <laughs> and then, 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 then we took a lunch break, and then that was it. I didn't have to say a word, so they just dismissed the charge. So yeah, so film everything, even if you're not making a TV show, film everything, and don't believe that the police are necessarily know what they're doing. Yeah, there's more <laughs> to talk about on that front uh, very shortly. There I think certainly is. And Char- Charles, please tell Alexa. Get the camera rolling. Oh, yes, yes. Very, very good tip there. Well, so there you go. So that your very first arrest, baby's first arrest back in, when was it? 2006? 2006, yeah. Yeah, wow. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report, now with extra whispers. Now, Chaz, in your list here, it's time for the big one. Yes, yes. This is the one which I think people have been waiting for when they're talking about brushes with the law. This, of course, was the Apex stunt. You guys have heard a lot about this before, so I'm going I'm I'm to summarise quite quickly the actual stunt itself, which was we're talking about an international event with lots of, lots of world leaders, including George Bush, and we drove a limo in but, uh, pretending to be a, a Canadian diplomatic vehicle. Uh, we got to within... Meters, and I don't mean hundreds of meters, I mean single digit meters of George Bush's hotel before they they told us to keep on driving and we thought we are going to jail forever <laughs> if we keep on driving. So we got out of the limo, I was dressed as Osama Bin Laden. As you do. And then this is when this happened. Chase. Okay. So here right. I am, Assad Bin Laden, staying 10 metres away from Bush's hotel. So what do they do? They arrest the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Oh, there's some other guys coming to arrest you now. No, they're for me as well. No. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Osama. No one likes Osama. In fairness, there's a lot of other reasons to arrest Julian. So, <laughs> so, so they might have been smart. But look, we, we then ended up in jail for about 13 hours before we were released. And by the way, the police did a Macca's run. Thank you, police. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is in the basement of the Surrey Hills Police Centre. So yeah. not actually a jail, but certainly we're in a cell. Yeah, we were in a cell together. Like it was it was like a like an avant-garde album cover. Yeah. Like we were just no, like, it was Jules' the second time in a cell. He, Brad and I have been locked up for about... 45 minutes, so yeah. not much. So, so we're all there by, uh, for, yeah, for about 12, 13 hours before they let us go. And, uh, and they took lots of photos with us, by the way. And, uh, I learnt the difference between the, the police officers and the top brass. Yeah, the suburban cops. Because <laughs> the police officers, they were loving it. They were saying this whole APEC is incredibly boring. 
You've made a terrible day. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> can I have a photo? Can I have an autograph? That kind of stuff. Can I get you McDonald's? That was yeah. that was great. That was lovely. It was a great time had by all. Whereas the brass seemed very, very angry and, and very, very chidey in their press conferences, of their multiple press conferences over the coming days. They said they were going to throw the book at us with all these laws. In the end, they just never even charged us. In the end, they just... Get, they just mm. let go, so which was nice. But that t- sort of took eleven months, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It took a long, yeah. long, long, long time to go through. But the and the ABC lawyers, no doubt, did some serious negotiating on our behalf. Mm. Yeah, they, but in the end, it, it didn't go anywhere. It, the Bulldogs case is still the the furthest I've gone in terms of brushes with the law. Do you know why it didn't go anywhere? Why is that? The reason why it didn't go anywhere is because the police assembled this giant brief of evidence. And it then got passed to the Director of Public Prosecutions, who's separate from the police, to, to review it and work out what charges should be filed. And there were many damning facts in the police brief of evidence. One of them, for instance, was that the person who waved you through That's it. had that morning. Were, were you going to say that? No, I was about to say there's a pretty big deal that the police actually explicitly waved us through. Yes, but also <laughs> the person who waved you through had that morning given a seminar on how to recognise the chaser. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, That's a great thing. It was detail. a legendary member of the Federal Police who wrote a book about it, uh, his adventures apparently. But also, yeah, a lot of the, again, a lot of the things that they claimed, such as people were running and so on, were disproved by the yeah. footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, um, get someone else to review the charges why, if you do get Why arrested. did the police just get it right? Is it because they're so used to just lying and getting away with it? Well, it's very embarrassing. $170 million in policing on APEC. I think mm. usually people don't film everything they do. I think yeah. I think usually when people commit crimes or commit alleged crimes, they don't have six cameras. Yeah. <laughs> usually. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the, what's missing from the world's greatest burglars. They yeah. just need to get a multi-camera shoot going. Absolutely. They'll get away with it. Yeah, and then they can sell to Netflix, See, make even more money. That's how Ocean's <laughs> Eleven works. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> yeah. It's based on actually real. Um, yeah, that's a, that, that's, that's a great lesson. So this is educational. And I have more coming up in terms of education, which is the final one. I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail because you're probably going to hear about this in other episodes. But when we're in the Vatican, this is also this is not my personal brush of the law. This is more Julian's brush of the law. When we're in the Vatican, um, we were we were filming a stunt. Well, it wasn't me. The other guys were filming a stunt. Julian was filming a stunt where they had this giant pedo blimp going through the Vatican City. I don't even remember what the story was, just general pedo yeah, stuff. Yeah, the did you say like pull down for a young boy or something? Something yeah. like that, something like that. Anyway, and the Vatican were really keen to get the footage of, of that stunt. And that's when we implemented one of our patented techniques. We had a few techniques with the chaser, which I'm going to share with you now. Mm. The first one is divide and conquer. Have as many people filming as possible and have them all scat in different directions at the same time. And in that one, we had eight different different people with phones and all the rest of it. And we all went in different locations, all hid in different locations. Mm. Nathan uh, Earl, who deserves a shout out when we talk about Brushes of the Law, because he mm. has been in prison so many times. And whenever any of the chaser go to prison, Nathan Earl's next to them. And this particular occasion, he was in jail next to Julian with the footage up his ass for hours and hours. And uh, he got away with it. It's, um, so uh, hats are off you, Are to you them. telling me that the footage of the Vatican stunt travelled in somebody's rectum? It, it does seem appropriate, doesn't it? <laughs> but, uh, the, um, but anyway, the uh, uh, yeah, so shout out to Nathan. So Divide and Conquer is the first one. The second one is, yeah, make sure they don't get the footage because if they get the footage, you're not going to get it back. So if you're making a stunt show on TV... 
make sure that because there was a few times when we gave the police the footage and we never saw it again. Mm. So except so, for the Burwood one, which we eventually got yeah. back months later. But, but that's because it was a blank tape. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. We, <laughs> the real the real footage of that is on a DVD extra. But yeah, no. So now with if you film things on an iPhone, does it back up in the cloud? Because that would be really useful, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. It backs up very slowly in the cloud. Oh, so okay, yeah. okay. And, and another couple, of, another, another couple of tips. Just, just I know we're probably running out of time, but a couple of more tips just from Chaser, the, the Chaser years in general. Um, and Dom can def, in fact, Charles and Dom can definitely testify to this, which is we learnt on day one back in two thousand and one, and during our pilot, we learnt mm. how you get past law enforcement into things that you want to get into. Yes, you walk right towards them and through them and, and act smile like, and, and smile yeah. and chat and act like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Even if you're and, and ask directions. You totally. go, so how do I get in there? <laughs> totally. And then they'll go, oh, you go in that way. And there's one more key ingredient. Yeah. Wear a suit. suit. Yeah, be, yeah, wear be, a suit. Be a white man be, wearing a suit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like and that worked for 20 years. Like that just every yeah. single time. I know. We I did it like <laughs> literally yesterday. Yes. We were doing a banking conference. You know that at the, yeah. at the Aston by election, right? Yeah. There was a huge. There was the very first thing we shot for the pilot of Election Chaser. Um, there were heaps of protest groups outside because John Howard yeah. was there. It was the war and all that. And I actually went up to them after we'd finished, and I said to them, "By the way, we all just walked into that hall and created all this trouble wearing suits. Why don't you try that?" And they were like, "No way." Mm. Well, I'll give you. I'll give a perfect example, actually, even better example, which was the third straight election. Let's use fourth. The fourth straight election that we were crashing the Wentworth Hotel for the Liberal after party to do mm. a stunt. The fourth straight election. It was my job to do it that time. And I was just going, oh, my God. They're never going to let me through. And there's no way I'm going to get through. They were so expecting this. I was in costumes and stuff. We, 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 we hide out a hotel, a hotel room in the, in the hotels there for, for a day beforehand waiting so they, so they wouldn't see me walk in and stuff. Like I was going through every precaution. We're not planning to go through – the service elevator, we're going to get someone to, to order some room service and then someone else would hold the elevator open and I'd go in there through the kitchen. It was so elaborate. Like it was real. it really was Ocean's Eleven stuff, right? And just before I was about to do it, we had, we had Sky News on because it was during the election. Mm. That's the only reason you have Sky News on. We had Sky News on and, and Kieran Gilbert said, the question which everyone's wondering is, how is the chaser going to try to infiltrate the Wentworth Hotel? And he had some security guy on to speculate. And they said, we think he's going to go through the service elevator in the kitchen. <laughs> they explicitly said what I was just about to do in about 10 minutes' time. And I thought, well, I can't do that. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? Screw it. I just lost the disguise, the stupid wig. I lost everything and just walked through the front door. I walked out and walked through the front door oh, and I got in. And that really? was four in a row. <laughs> that was four in a row. It yeah. always works. Just walk right past the cops <laughs> with a smile. Uh, if you yeah. need to be on your mobile phone at the same time, please do. Mm. <laughs> and just walk straight through them. It works every time. So that's that's one more lesson. And the final lesson I've got for, for, the, uh, for the brushes of the law is, and this is an important one if you're going to break a lot of laws, the higher up you go, the more competent they get. Okay, mm, so yes. what so what I'm referring to there is if you're going to commit a non-dangerous crime, then it's good to do it around the feds because they know what they're doing. Oh, yes. that's so and, true. And we found this over and over again. Yes. Like Craig could turn up with a chainsaw 
to the Prime Minister and the feds wouldn't shoot him. Mm. <laughs> that would be fine. The feds knew exactly what they were doing. But if you do anything near a mall cop yeah. or, a, or a Hoyt's cop or something like that, they're going to nail you because they're cowboys. So that, <laughs> that's, my, that's my lesson from hard, hard <laughs> lessons there, hard learned lessons. Avoid the small cops. Do <laughs> stuff around the top cops, the the snipers, <laughs> the feds. Those guys, they're cool. They're yeah. cool. That's it's what I mentioned actually, Chaz, with <laughs> the apex stun. We didn't know at the time, but because we didn't we didn't know that George Bush's hotel room was right next to the Macquarie Street where we had the motorcade. Yeah. So the Secret Service were on rooftops. Yeah. With you in their sights. Yes, the snipers dressed as Osama bin Laden. Honestly, give me the snipers any day over a mall cop. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I swear, hard experience, Dom. Thank you, Chaz. As a pleasure. We'll have him back a few more times during the course of the summer. Catch you then. So much fun. It was illegal. Thanks for listening. Our gear is from Road Microphones. And we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll do it again tomorrow in the summer series, but done live every day. It's not like yeah. we pre-recorded this we shit in December. No. We'd never do that. So, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.